3, 2, 1. You're listening to the D-Bad Movement. This is the Don't Be a Dickhead podcast with me, John Gilbert. And me, Alex King. Oh, it's gone all quiet. Is somebody missing? I don't think so. We've got a sad announcement. Ian Thompson's not here. Aww. But don't worry, Ian Thompson fans, he will be here for the second half of the show for practical reasons and because business is picking up, he's out filming. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about dating. Yeah, so we've done some research on, well, just some Twitter searching. So the hashtag worst first dates. So you want to go first, John? Uh, hashtag worst first date. Sitting on the floor, kissing, talking about life and family. Turns out we're cousins. <laughs> Found that's, out uh, on the date. That's Kenneth Wilson. I think found out when the date was going quite well. Wow. Oh, God. <laughs> Maybe it was more than kissing. And that's Where do you go from there? What happens there? Well, after kissing. Um, I don't know. Do you I just don't... say, right, thank you? I don't know. It doesn't It doesn't tell you what I need, happened I need, next. I need to know what happened. Well, after. I mean, it's at written by Ken if you want to tweet him I mean he he tweeted this four years ago so maybe things have really progressed since then maybe oh poor Kenneth poor Kenneth's cousin (laughs) right this one then it says on our first date he bought me a box of brown hair dye as a Christmas gift because he didn't like my hair (laughs) colour that one's from Emily Christensen Wow. I mean, we, we don't know that they haven't met. It's, obviously, it's premeditated, though. So, yeah, he must have seen pictures of her and then on his mm. first date brought some hair dye. That is so controlling. That is very strange. Yeah. I mean, it's up front of him to say, like, if we get into a proper relationship here, I'm going to be a dick. I mean, if you don't like someone with that colour hair, just don't go on the date. If you're really that picky. She's perfect. She just doesn't have that brown hair that I always wanted. Wow. So, but, I mean, that's wrong to do that on a first date. You crazy man. Yeah, it's yeah, that's not okay. I hope they didn't go on a second date. So Lucy Lappin, he said, From your photo, I thought you were too good for me. I'm glad to see that you've got flaws. Then he listed them. <laughs> what, in person she's got flaws? Yeah. Oh I wonder what the flaws were. That's just one thing you never bring up, is it, on a first date? There's no or affair, really. <laughs> it wasn't required. I mean you can see the logic. He's like Oh, I thought you were too good for me, but, but... No, there's no logic. What am I even talking about? We're yeah. trying to defend... Unless you're just trying to make himself feel better. Yeah, well, that's... Um, you shouldn't be doing that. No. Uh, at all. That is dickheadery. That is absolute dickheadery. It is. Okay, so this one, from Brian Walters, it says, Met a girl, on, <laughs> met a girl online and had hair over for dinner. Hair dripping behind me while cooking. She was opening my meal. <laughs> Remember, folks, this is a first date. Wow. How would you react? I don't know. Probably go on Twitter <laughs> and say, this weird thing happened to me. Oh, dear. Dickheadery. Oh, that made me giggle. Dr. Ellen Fry says, he insisted we had to wash his cat. We did. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's unconventional first dates. Why did he wait until the date to decide he needed to wash his cat? I don't know. There's so many questions. There are questions. We, we can go on to Dr. Ellen Fry. And if anybody's listening to this and wants to get to the bottom of that and you find that out, please do share it with us on the show. I'd also like to know if these people are actually still with these people. I'm imagining not. Well, yeah. 
If it was me, it was a dog, though. If I had to wash a dog on first day, I'd be quite happy. <laughs> you heard it here, folks, gents. <laughs> Okay, this one, Jules612. He immediately ended the date after I asked if his pet pig's name was Bacon. <laughs> I, what I like about that, it's a, it's a joke that didn't work, I get that. What does immediately end in yeah. the date look like? He's just like, oh, is it called Bacon? Get out. <laughs> yeah, that sounds really abrupt, doesn't it? Like, immediately. Yeah, well, it's immediately. It's not he's soon after, it's immediately. Why didn't call me again? It was... Yeah. <laughs> I think it was just get out. <laughs> oh, I need to lighten up. It's like a jerk. Yeah, you mess with my pig, you mess with me. <laughs> um, I have another one here that says, was watching Alien vs. Predator. <laughs> Turns to me... <laughs> Turns to me and says, I don't believe women should be in a position of power. <laughs> what is it, Kate? Oh, God. Didn't need to say, Matt. Uh, I don't really get it, though. <laughs> Why is he? Is that a woman? Is Predator a woman? <laughs> No, you don't see enough predator genitalia, really. Alien is. Alien's a woman. Yeah, okay. the alien queen is. So that makes um, more sense. Okay. Yeah, but isn't this a woman in power? The power? Yeah. I mean, there's Ellen Ripley, who is the heroine of the Alien series, but I don't think she's in any of the Alien versus Predator films. But she's just, she's an action hero, and it's refreshing that it's a woman that, that does that. So maybe he doesn't agree. Yeah, maybe. over this. Really angry. <laughs> he turns to me. I mean, shouldn't be speaking at the cinema, but, but when you do, it's going to be a belter. I just, I just would love to know how he said it. I just imagine it just being really cold and calculated. I don't believe women should be in a position of power. <laughs> End of. <laughs> and that's that. <clears throat> okay, so a tweet from Mernet says, we were walking outside and it got chilly. <laughs> he said... <laughs> he said, I guess I should offer you my jacket, but then <laughs> but then I'd be curled. <laughs> what? He said, he said, I guess I should so offer you my jacket, she was chilly. but if I did, I'd be curled. Yeah, I guess I should offer you my jacket, but then I'd be curled. Oh, honest of him. Yeah, just don't bring it up in the first place. <laughs> it's like, but he had the gallant thought, but just couldn't At go least through he's with considered it. it. Yeah, he's like, that's better. Yeah, maybe. He's like, yeah, I know know what the general social etiquette would be, but but frankly, I don't believe in it. Bronwyn Roberts, at the end of the night, he leaned in for a kiss, whispering, don't be scared if my tooth falls out. (laughs) Again, I mean, I can kind of see the logic he's... It's a warning. But it is a bit of a mood killer, surely. Oh, well, no, that one worked out wrong with. I hope his tooth didn't fall out. I feel like if that was the case, you'd just have to just hope it didn't. Don't bring it up first. Deal with it when it actually happens. <laughs> I don't know, he must have blessed him. He was probably really nervous about it. But then he's better than just like the kiss. <laughs> the fuck. I think she's worried that she might have accidentally swallowed it or something. <laughs> but 
why would it just fall out? Well, I'm assuming he had a loose tooth rather than just like must be very loose for every eventuality. <laughs> second, second kiss. No, if I get cramp, my arm falls off. It's not completely unheard of. <laughs> So, Grant Robert Stat. <laughs> I'm in a proper giggly mood. Mm. Alright, so Grant Robert Stad said, As I was leaving, I went in for a hug goodbye, tripped on the dorm, <laughs> and tackled her into the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I do hope they found it even half as funny as we just did. Oh, yeah, you've got to. <laughs> that she, would be she was funny. really angry about it. I hope not. Actually, well, this is this is unlikely. You've not my tooth His profile picture is with him and a lady, so maybe that's her. If she tries to uh, to tackle me back, she's the one. Yeah, I like that one. Haley Minter says we were driving to dinner, and he made me laugh so hard. I said, "I love you." <laughs> this is the first date. So I quickly followed it up with, like a brother. (laughs) (laughs) Nice try to try and salvage that situation. Hashtag worst first date. (laughs) Oh, I don't know if it'd be worse if she just left it at I love you. (laughs) I don't know if that made it more weird that she's like a brother. (laughs) Oh. What do you think? Um, do you think I, she dug a deeper hole? I think she did. Yeah. But then to be fair, saying I love you on a first day is very... Um... Yeah, it's a bit forward, isn't it? Yeah. Thanks, Hayley, for not consenting to this tweet that you did four and a half years ago that we've just brought up on the show. This one's from 2012. Retro. <laughs> this is like all the cutting edge stuff from the D-Bad movement. <laughs> Um, he took me to see a film with his ex in it cried all the way through and kept asking me if I didn't agree <laughs> she was beautiful <laughs> there's loads of stuff online you know about um, exes and like people going on first dates where their ex is a stripper and they've taken them to the strip club on the first date why? well I guess to try and make the ex jealous but I mean I guess that doesn't work when she's on the cinematic screen she though. doesn't give a shit she's on the what phone a, what a strange thing to do that is very strange yeah yeah Ginger off the hinge says he ridiculed my earrings made fun of me for not knowing 65 times 65 <laughs> try it gets worse try to throw me over a bridge and push me into traffic Who is she on a date with? Some kind of mathematically obsessed sociopath. I wonder if he did that because she didn't know the answers. He ridiculed my earrings. Okay. Made fun of me for not knowing 4,225, by the way. Um, Tried to throw me over a bridge and push me into traffic. What a dickhead. Yeah, he's a dickhead. Attempted murder on a first date. Yeah, uncalled for. So there's ones that we've gleaned from the internet. I can't remember if I mentioned this on the podcast before, but my first date that I had with a girl, we, we went out for drinks. It did go really well. And then we then went 
to a nightclub. We were both underage at the time. It's the first time she'd ever been to a nightclub. We were on the dance floor. Things were going well. We were having a good time. And then she describes it with a strobe light effect slow motion as a fist just flew towards my head. And I got punched. And with that, all the door staff kind of like rushed the dance floor and threw me and my date and the man that punched me and a couple of random people that happened to be near us at the time out through the back door of the nightclub into the section with the bins on the back. Wow. Our first date, we got thrown out of a nightclub for fighting. Why did he punch you? I, I don't know. Aww. I can't remember. It was, a, it was a long time ago. I think it was a case of mistaken identity. Not just because of your face. Well, it could be because of my face. Okay. Yeah, don't try and turn this on me. I was the innocent party to this. I got punched in the head. But my date was shocked that it was her first time she'd ever been clubbing. And on her first date, she'd been thrown out of somewhere for fighting. Oh, eventful. Uh, and, uh, and that date, as you know, Alex is now my wife. Um, we have two children together. Worked out Regular well. Regular listener to the show. And it's been uh, it's been uphill ever since, Sally. <laughs> this is not a first date. This is a dating story. From um, from somebody I know whose brother um, was dating a girl for quite some time and so well in fact that um, they, they'd slept together and they decided that he was going to move in with her. Um, so he, he was moving in and on the first night there they decided to get a bath together <laughs> and everything was fine and he's he's sitting there in the bath and then she, she she took off her clothes and then got into the bath with him and then much to his shock and horror then just detached her arm <laughs> and just laid it on the side of the bath and he was absolutely freaked out now the thing about this the fact that the woman had a prosthetic arm isn't funny it's the fact that he'd never noticed how before. would you not know he'd already slept together he moved in with her, and in that time, they've never, he'd never noticed, he'd never had a conversation about the fact that she only had one arm. <laughs> it wasn't until they were baffing together. How long have they been dating? Well, I don't, I don't know any specific details okay. of the story. I, I don't think we need them. I think that's just, you know, we, we can use our imagination for years. <laughs> they had kids together, but I don't know. No, but he, he, whatever the length of time, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I hope he played it cool. I hope he didn't. I do. Because that would just be horrible for her. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you would think he would notice. Yeah. I mean, you're clearly not a very attentive lover. I wish them all well. Whatever Me too. The, whatever the situation. Are they still together? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's all I know. I don't have full details. This is a second-hand story. Okay. Okay, so I think... So that's... that's <laughs> So that was uh, John and Alex from the Don't Be a Decade podcast uh, do Worst First Dates. And now I'm going to hand over to future me and Ian Thompson to continue the discussion. And remember, Don't, don't Be, be a, a decade. decade. Welcome to part two of this D-Bad Does Dating. I'm joined now by Ian Thompson. And I'm Ian Thompson. Is that what I'm supposed to do? <laughs> Oh, we did all that in the first half. All right, okay. The listeners don't need all of that. They knew that. We trailed that you would be reappearing. No. I told them you were doing some work. I didn't yeah, I, I didn't let, like that you'd have to have a restraining order made against Alex, and that's how we have to do it. <laughs> all of our podcasts like this now. Because of that terrible first date. Yeah. Um, well, you know, hopefully I'm, I can play the part of a mediator and for our next podcast, all three of us can be together in a safe and less hostile environment. <laughs> if we've invited you to the second half, Ian, to tell us yeah. about some of your dating experiences. Yeah. Um, see, I haven't played the field like you have. 
Well, I don't think I, mean, I don't think I've played the field that much. I've just been single for a very long time, but that doesn't <laughs> mean that the dating kind. scene has gone well. <laughs> On my last stint of being single, I and I was telling my partner Claire about this the other day. I went on Tinder for a while, the dating app Tinder. I wasn't on it for very long because it's pretty rubbish, to be honest. But I went on Tinder and, like, like you don't get, I, well, I didn't get many matches. Aww. One of the only matches I did get was one lady who I was going to meet up with. Um, but we were chatting previous to meeting up. We'd already arranged to meet up. We were chatting previously and I happened to ask her what she did for a living. And she worked at a local newspaper. Which is, and the local newspaper is pretty rubbish. Is it our local newspaper? Yeah, our local oh, newspaper. Dear. And I um, couldn't help myself but explain to her why the newspaper was rubbish and particularly picked out <laughs> a feature that I thought was really rubbish and badly edited. Anyway, it turns out she edited that feature. <laughs> she never met me. Um, she just didn't turn up so there we go but to be honest I didn't really expect her to turn up so I wasn't waiting for long so joke's on you (laughs) and look what you could have won yeah exactly yeah but yeah I um, just absolutely let rip about her and her work (laughs) she probably wasn't the best idea no, it probably wasn't. It was one. So have you had any experiences of actually become a date? I've managed to get on a couple of dates, yeah. One, I remember once I went on, um, it was a blind date that a friend had um, organised for me. And I was it, was, it was quite a few years ago now. I reckon I was probably like late teens. So I was quite nervous about going on this date. And I remember I was still living at my mum and dad's house and uh, before my mum and dad, I think were away. So before I went on the date, I thought, right, I'll have a nice long bath. And I got myself in the bath and I thought I was a little bit nervous. I d- d- don't date much really. So I was a little bit nervous. So I went and got myself a drink, but there was not a lot in the house to drink. My mum and dad aren't big drinkers. So there was no like wine or beer and like that. All I could find was the ouzo. <laughs> so- and I like Uzo a lot. Mm. So I got the Uzo and took the bottle and a glass up to the bath and had myself a nice long bath whilst drinking Uzo. It was lovely. I mean, as first dates go, that was really nice, but I was on my own. Um, <laughs> and so I, I went through quite a bit of this Uzo, went out and met her. And I remember as I got into town to meet her, I remember standing in the middle of town and I I like swung around and looked one way and the whole of town sort of just kept rotating for ages and went blurry. And anyway, met her, went through the whole day. To this day, I couldn't tell you who it was. I was literally (laughs) blind drunk. I didn't remember any of the date the next day, apart from the fact that I think I talked loads and loads. And um, yeah, anyway, I couldn't tell you who it was to this day. No idea. So that's how well that went. Didn't see Mystery girl, if, you, if you're listening, if, if you're out there somewhere, give us a tweet at dbad underscore UK. Yeah. Let us know the date from what was over 20 years ago now. Let us know if your... you're over it. Yeah. I'd love to know from her perspective. Hope she's still alive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't include that bit. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> Well, we we know from previous deep answer, had she been a lady of the night, she would have been at risk from Ian the Ripper. But maybe for blind dates, you you gave them the dignity of life. Yeah, I seem to remember her getting in a taxi. 
good. Um, yeah, yeah. So that so that was that was one. There was another one that I went on that was a first date as well, where I um, just didn't feel very well. I didn't. I do know who this was. I still can't remember her name, but I remember this. And we went to a pub, and I didn't feel well at all. I had a really bad stomach, and I think I left the date about fifteen times to go and shit myself. <laughs> Which, what do you say? Like, what do you say? Left to shit yourself? You may as well have not left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. And I didn't. It didn't actually end up in my pants. But uh, um, that's uh, just shitting. That's not shitting. Yeah, yourself. yeah. So I went. I, I mean, went you're to there. Shit. Yeah, there's a difference. You could get all kind of people misunderstanding. Going, oh, shit myself five yeah. times today. Like, <laughs> no, you went for a shit. <laughs> like, like I think uh, the first few times, I think I styled it out quite well, and then it just got to the point where it was just like, yeah. I'm just going for another shit. I really tried hard to style it out the first few times. Just like, I'm just going to pop to the toilet. And then like, you know, the next time, oh, I think I've drunk too much. I can't stop peeing. And uh, anyway, eventually I just have to sort of say, yeah, I'm just going to go and shit myself again. Oh. So that that didn't see her again. Oh. But just on that basis? I don't know. I mean, maybe Maybe it's because you kept saying you'd shit yourself when you hadn't. Yeah. I could explain it wrong. I'm just gonna go and shit myself again. <laughs> I prefer it in a corner, just with a little bit of quiet while I, while I soil my pants. <laughs> You're lucky you didn't end up on the first part of the show if we'd stumbled across it on Twitter. That is really weird. First date. <laughs> he, he shits himself fifteen times. <laughs> oh, yeah, so that that didn't really, you know, yeah, that didn't Aww. Really, yeah. So, so how has your how, the pursuit of companionship gone since then? Well, I mean, I suppose a bit better. <clears throat> My only other story that I can think of is one where it was after a, like, I don't know, six, seven month relationship. It wasn't particularly going well at this point. It had gone well for a while and then it wasn't going well for a while. And while it wasn't going well, we decided to try and like save the relationship, if you like. And so we'd organized a meal. It was at my house and... I feel like this should be set to that. Is it? Is it Simon Bates' sad music? I don't know what Simon, who Simon Bates is. Well, maybe, yeah. Yeah. Do, 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 do. yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah, and we were trying to rekindle the relationship and I, um, I cooked a meal at my house and, again, like, drink was involved. So I think I'd been drinking whilst I was cooking the meal. Just like it used a bit of wine in the meal, I say a bit. Uh, and so I poured myself a glass as well and was having that. So I'd like had some wine whilst I was cooking the meal. Then we had wine with the meal. Then I'd cooked these baby carrots in Chardonnay. And it's like Ooh. baking them in Chardonnay, like wrapping them up in foil and whatnot, with some herbs and whatnot. It's really nice. But I'd put far too much Chardonnay in. So every baby carrot was like a little shot that you had to chew. <laughs> so that like, I mean, they like nearly blew your head off. I don't think she could even eat them. Uh, but I sort of forced them down. Anyway, it turns out I got really drunk. We didn't rekindle the um, the, the, the love affair at all as I fell asleep on my ironing board in my pants. But not like my <laughs> ironing board wasn't laid flat. My ironing board was fully up and I was just slumped over what? it in my pants. That She came and found me eventually. I think I went upstairs to do something and I think I didn't feel very well. So you decided to shag the ironing board? Well, no, I think I thought I'd just go to bed. So I think I got ready for bed um, and then didn't get to bed, slumped over the ironing board and just fell asleep. <laughs> and that was where she found me. Oh, 
So, Once again, yeah. look what you could have won. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So she'd have just walked in to find me in my pants, slumped over an ironing board. Oh. Well, do you know what? I have to give you credit, Ian, for your dating stories that at no point have you accused the date of being a dickhead. No, you've I just, don't have to. No. You've just you've just set it all out there with yeah. ironing board, balls out, cheating yourself. Balls out. <laughs> uh yeah, I think it's all been me. Claire is a lucky, lucky lady. She is, yeah. She actually commented on the uh, our call out for, for for comments as well. I think where she told you that on the first, our mine and Claire's first day, I told her explicitly under no circumstances did I want a girlfriend, and yet she's, <laughs> yet she stuck at it. And look what she's won! Yeah, congratulations, Claire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just make sure the ironing board is stored away correctly and you can be in, be in store for a full evening of fun <laughs> oh well thanks for sharing Ian yeah. um, different kind of podcast for us this week uh, done in two parts um, but I hope you the listeners have, have learned from the rest of the world and from Mr Thompson what it means to be a decent human being with less of the dickhead headery when it comes to dating so thank you for listening I've been John Gilbert I've been Ian Thompson and remember Don't Don't be a dickhead! dickhead.